Here's a few exciting scenes from tonight's episode of The Tom Gully Show. Joining us in studio today is the legendary Tom Gully. This place is so cool. Is this really happening? (laughs) Oh, my God. He said, what are you doing in here? Why are you here? Oh, my God. How is this happening? How is this happening to me? How is this happening? (laughs) 40 hours. I've got 40 or 50 hours of Kippadada on audio, and i got to tell you, some of it's freaking gold. Right. And Kip also is a guy that, you know, it's like, uh, well, my third cousin's thinking of doing stand-up comedy at an open stage in Poughkeepsie. You tell that son of a bitch he has no reason or right to do stand-up comedy. Where's he trained? I've played more places than he's ever. Well, call the guy in Poughkeepsie. I'm sure you can knock him off the list. Yeah. He double told me not to stay at Lynette's house. Oh, you can't stay at double Lynette's house. Why? Don't do that. Well, you know, uh, I'll tell you after the break. <laughs> okay. More with Tom Gully. I'm Lori Downey Jr. I always take all the crap. <laughs> Lynette Miller, you do get all the crap. Don't move your headset. Right, what are the plans here? Uh, Tom's invited to Outlaw Radio. Tom, you're invited oh, to Outlaw you. Radio? I'd love to. I'd okay, love terrific. We love you, Tom Gully. I can't believe Yeehaw. this hour has... I know, just went just went by. Where is Howard Lapidus? Where is Howard Lapidus? Where are you, Howard Lapidus? With all your braggadocio. Where are you, Howard Lapidus? With your insolence. Carson show, and Matt owns it. This is the couch from the actual Tonight Show for the last 10 years of its run, which would have been 83 to 93. Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. It's time, America. Mr. and Mrs. North and South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. So sit back, buckle in, place your tray table in its upright locked position, and get ready for big time radio, friends. It's time for... Saturday, October 4th, 2014, episode 216. I'm Tom Gully, and tonight on the Tom Gully Show, has it been just a week since I got to visit the amazing folks at Outlaw Radio USA? Tonight, you'll hear highlights from broadcasting with Lori and Lynette, a show that airs 1 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Eastern every Saturday on outlawradiousa.com. They've got apps. They've got a billion ways to listen to it. It re-airs every Wednesday night at, uh, let's see, 7 p.m. in the Pacific time zone, which would be 10 p.m. 
if you're in the eastern uh, part of the United States. And then we're also going to play you a little of the after show fun that we have. You're going to hear about my time as a house guest of Lynette Miller, Kipadata's warnings not to stay with Lynette and his presidential thing and some other stuff. Uh, we'll be talking about talking with dead people. We'll talk about Johnny Carson's couch. Oh, boy. And a whole lot more. Get ready, folks. It's part two, the broadcasting part of our trip to Los Angeles, tonight on The Tom Gully Show. Only a madman or a fool would intentionally set fire to one of our forests or woodlands. Yet 90% of our forest fires are started by people. Most of these man-caused fires are due to plain carelessness. A campfire left smoldering. A lighted match thrown from a car window. A cigarette not extinguished. In less troubled times, the waste due to forest fires would be tragic. In these dangerous times, it can be disastrous. Forest fires destroy natural resources we need to keep our country strong. They impede the production and transportation of critical defense supplies, interfere with military training, and may destroy military installations. Join in the fight against carelessness. Crush out cigarettes, cigar, and pipe ashes. Break matches in two after using. Drown all campfires, then stir and drown again. Find out the law before using a fire. One moment of carelessness can destroy national beauty and wealth that can never be replaced. Forest fires are a shameful waste because they can be prevented. Remember, only you can prevent forest fires. Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! Down goes Frazier! You're listening to The Tom Gully Show. From the hollowed hills of Encino, California, home of true crimes with legendary Burl Bear and Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt Allen, comes a pragmatic production, Lori and Lynette, Broads Casting. Hey, gang. Welcome to another week of broadcasting. I'm Lori Downey Jr. with my gal pal, Lynette Miller. We are on the Outlaw Radio USA Network. This show is produced and brought to you by Magic Matt Allen, who uh, in turn will do the legendary Outlaw Radio 3 p.m. PST. That's 6 p.m. back east. Join us while he comes apart, won't you? I dare you. Yes. And it's coming up in uh, mere minutes on the Outlaw Radio USA Network. Joining us in studio today is the legendary... Tom Gully. Yeah. This place is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you here in studio, Tom. Great to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. It's... <laughs> Tom Gully does the great Tom Gully show. Yeah. He's out of Dallas, Texas, and he's joining us live from Los Angeles today. And how do you like L.A., Tom? I love L.A. I always have loved L.A. But this studio, you hear, you know, you hear the show, and you get this idea of it in your head, kind of like, you know, Fibber McGee's closet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's like ten times cooler than I thought I told it. you, it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, it really has to be seen to be believed. Yes. yes. You know. It's a work in production right now. We've been uh, building out the studio for the last couple of weeks, and... Uh, Every, Every week it's going to get better. It just keeps doing, getting keep better. Doing it. Yeah. Oh, no. Isn't that awesome? So welcome to L.A. Welcome to broadcasting. Yeah. yeah. It's nice to finally meet you. Yeah, and you do look like your Facebook page, by the way. Oh, well, good. <laughs> you good. know, sometimes it's scary. Sometimes he got this eye up like this. Literally <laughs> <laughs> half his face. Yeah, yeah half the face. Eyeball. With an eyebrow up. It's more than most people can stand, and you guys are getting the aroma. So, Tom, we met a couple years ago. I was a guest on your show, the yep. Tom Gully Show. Yeah, and I got sort of drawn in and addicted to the whole 
outlaw radio scene uh-huh. in a way. And, uh, yeah, it's actually great to actually see you guys face-to-face and uh, experience the heavy estrogen vibe. Oh. You and Lynette get together, man. I, I, seriously, some of my favorite shows of your guys is when you just start talking. Yeah, that's what we do. It's, it's, We're good. It's incredible. It's incredible. So I, there was a story I got to hear, and I don't know if uh-huh. you guys are going to tell it. Uh-huh. But one of the stories you told yesterday is one of the funniest stories I've ever uh, oh. heard in my entire <laughs> life. We just can't mention any names. Right? Yeah. Okay. So it, it was. We laughed. Yeah. We laughed. So what Tom's referencing is in my <laughs> other job, <laughs> I moonlight or moonshine yeah. or moonlight or moonlight. or moon. moon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Moon's I'm, over my hammy. That's a thing at Denny's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do have another position I do during the day. Yes. And so. It, uh, how can I say this without referencing anything? I, we go, Lynette and I, yes. uh, also have another position we do during the week. Yes. And uh, we... <laughs> <laughs> job requires you to work closely with homeowners. Right. And their homes. And right. see their homes. And to improve their homes. And all of their doors Right. Home improvement. Yeah. Right. So we, we provide um, security. Right. So that's what we do. And uh, I went to one of my clients who... Um, also represents, um, she has her place that is worldwide, it's world renowned. Mm-hmm. And people come from around the world to stay with her. <laughs> uh, and they film there. Yeah, they, they do, do television shows and movies and Weddings, you know, videos, everything. Yeah, yeah. And so she decided that she wanted to join our security system. Um, so I went oh. over. And uh, prior to that, I had been there and I said, okay, well, you have X amount of keypads, yeah. X amount of whatever, and this yeah. is what we do. And we're placing it and, you know, bringing it up to the next level. And uh, on the way over, which was an 8 o'clock in the morning call. 7.45. Yeah. <laughs> I went over there and she was saying, well, no, I have three keypads. I said, well, no, you have four. And so she went into her guest area where she had a guest staying bright and early in the morning. For 48 hours she had a guest. That for 48 paid. hours. For privacy. Yes. And wanted privacy for 48 hours. Not just privacy. Privacy in this object. Yeah. So first, yes. Never seen it before. So I'm there with my clipboard. Well, this is prior to me coming there. She went in oh the morning God. and she stood over. She thought this gentleman had left at 8 o'clock in the morning. And so she stood over him. Not. She was kind of shocked that he was in bed. And he was like, oh my God. What are you doing in here? So she was like, oh, I thought you left. And he's like, I asked for privacy. And she said, oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to see about a keypad. And so he said, get out. I'm sleeping. <laughs> so she gets out. And so At least be- you left. before I got there, this is what happened. And so when I arrived, I said, okay, you know, ready to do your contract and everything. We're getting ready yeah. to go. And so I said, you do have the four keypads. And she said, yeah. And she told me what happened. So I was like, okay. She said, well, I said, let's just make sure that all of the... Um, sensors are there mm-hmm. you know that you think that you have and so she said well i said i need to get in there and look you know i don't i can't just take your opinion because some people don't know what they're looking for right, right. so she said okay of course and so <laughs> she says she knocks on the door and she said well i think they left and i said well how do you know that she goes because i saw them leaving i said okay she knocks on the door and she said hello hello and we didn't hear anything so i come in with my clipboard <laughs> and we're looking in the guest house and for some reason or another we land by the bathroom door so she opens it up and there is the guest 
on the throne oh. with his pants around his ankles. Oh. And this is like the second time in that in day. day. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he goes, what's happening? <laughs> oh, my God. What are you doing? And we stand there in this open door. I was frozen. So I couldn't do anything but just stare at this man sitting on the toilet with his pants around his ankles. And she stood there saying, well, I didn't know you were home. <laughs> I could and, see her doing that, too. And I'm like, standing there. I, I can come in here. And- right. And I'm in shock. And yeah. I'm like, and I keep staring at the man and his pants around his ankles. And I'm with my clipboard. And I'm just like. I would have turned it around. Oh, my God. He's on the toilet. Oh. You know, and she said, I didn't know you were here. And we're both still standing there. Talking I didn't, to him. Well, right. Talking to him. Toilet. And he was like, oh, my God. I can't believe. Is this really happening? <laughs> oh, my happen? God. He said, what are you doing in here? Why are you here? Oh, my God. How he is goes, this happening? How, how is, is this happening, happening to me? How is this happening? <laughs> so, so he says, shut the door. So she shuts the door and was still standing there outside the door. She said, you know, I didn't know you were here. And I just needed to check because uh. I have my person here to check that. He says, get out. <laughs> I, I could not, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Oh my God. And so, you know, and she, you know, this is yeah, something yeah. that I'm going to remember for many, many years to come. I just love the, how is this happening? Oh, yeah. no, how he is this like, happening to me? Like to again, the second time. <laughs> he wasn't even talking to you. He was and y'all to kept the door open. Like, really? Like, well, what I, do you do? I would have turned around and went like out fast. Well, you're shocked. You don't know what no, to do. I would have turned around and went out fast. <laughs> Once I saw the legs and the pants on the ground, I would have been like, oh my God. I, I still remember his feet with his oh. his shorts like around his ankles. You stared too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you remember that, you stared too long. Well, I couldn't get out of there. Tom, what do you do? Three people got lifetime memories. Yeah. And, well, the first thing I thought of, because I'm not used to staying in these big fancy places, you know, mm-hmm. originally, and so... Normally, you just kick the, the door with the moon cut out on the front of it, and you're fine. <laughs> but I did think that. I think, why well, didn't you just kick the door shut? And I'm like, oh, it's one of those nice places, but I got three sinks in the vanity or something. Right. And so he can't he couldn't reach it. He couldn't get up. Hey, man, he's between, oh, he's between first and second. He's clocking right <laughs> he's, now, right? And he's like, part, shut the door. <laughs> the best part of the story is how he's drowning, and um, she's describing the water. Yeah. She, she won't let it go. I'm like, just flee? And she's like, well, I didn't know you were here. Yeah. And, uh, oh, oh, my crap. God. It's just like, run. Get a heat. I would have been like... I'm so sorry. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. I knocked. You didn't. I would have been, like, pleading. Would you have left the door open talking to him while he's no, on the phone? No. I would have closed it immediately when I saw he was in there. Well, I, she didn't. And I was frozen with my clipboard, like, looking at this gentleman thinking, oh, oh my God. You know? It oh. didn't even register to, like, walk away. Oh. I stood there beside. We're both in the doorway looking at this man on the toilet. <laughs> that's that's, that's so much a surreal thing. Because yeah. I think most people, like Lynette said, would just be like, I'm out of here. Or yeah. shut the door and it never happened. I'd be, well, like, oh, I'd be like, oh, God. And I'd close the door and I'd run out the door. I'm so sorry. You have no idea. I saw nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the sick thing was she is still at the door talking to him oh. through it. And he kept saying, how is this happening? <laughs> And I'm, like, looking around the windows. Well, while I'm in here, let me make sure everything is what I thought it was. So I continue working. And I I keep hearing him say... I can't believe this. <laughs> How did this happen? Oh my 48 god. hours I wanted alone. Privacy. Oh my god, that's it was so it was forever funny. That's so funny. So that's how my day started yesterday, yeah. you Throw know. A book of matches and just say hey. So yeah. yeah. But 
you know, you know, one of these experiences that you get to go into people's homes, it's really interesting. The I've events- never had an experience <laughs> like that in three years. You've had more experiences than I've had in three years. I know. It's fun, though. You get all the crazies. Oh, I get all the crazies in life. Yeah. They exactly. all, uh, well, maybe. I don't know. I attract them for some reason. Yeah. You guys are your stories. I mean, it's just... <laughs> You know, they almost are, sound unbelievable, like we're making them up or something. No, I mean, it, it's just no matter where you drive around here, mm-hmm. and, and this one, Lynette. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that one. Yeah. <laughs> Good God, I'm driving around downtown near Wilshire, okay? yeah. and I see this crappy little side street, so I pull down it. I mean, it's like inconsequential. Who would ever notice it? And, mm-hmm. and uh, I tell Lynette, well, I just went by the building, and I just turned right on. And uh, she goes, is it on Selby? <laughs> I'm oh. like, Selby? Yeah? How do you know this? It's like nothing here. It's like a driveway or something. She's a like, friend oh, of mine easy. used to live in the corner it's of Selby. It's easy. All you do is take a left on Corregidor, and then uh, there's a guy there with a paper hat. He sells things off of a little vending cart. And, yeah, the maps. Wave to him. He'll wink twice. Tell Lynette says hi. <laughs> Lynette, you do do that stuff. That is funny. And it's true, Tom. Yeah, and then you're talking about, you know, what you did last night. And you just throw out a casual name. And and this is the other thing about you, too. It's just if you met Abraham Lincoln, he would be Abe in your story. Yeah. Okay. Always. So, you know, it's not uh, Robert De Niro, Bobby. Yeah, it's Bobby. Yeah. Bobby and uh, uh, the one you threw out last night, and I'm just, you continue with your story for like yeah. five minutes, and yeah. I'm like, uh, back five minutes ago, did you say blah, 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 blah? And, uh, you, yeah, I'm, the actor, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the actor, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Oh, yeah, let me get him on the phone. <laughs> we have a call Let me life. let you say hi. Here, yeah. Let me get the guys that's uh, famous for my you. I know a guy that once washed Kevin Sorbo's car. Hold on. Not home. <laughs> it's fun. You we have fun. You guys we are do. a blast. Yeah, just, we have a lot of know. fun. Yeah. And his uh, platform was actually the nineteen one one of Eisenhower's platforms. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, uh, you know, uh, was getting along real well with Kip, and he had asked me to design, have a friend design a logo, mm-hmm. and I called in a like Kip for president or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, Uncle Kippy for president. Uncle and, Kippy for president. Yeah. And so what ended up happening was I get a call from Kip one night, and this is shortly after he decided not to run. He said, you know, I don't think we need to pay that guy. Oh, yeah. oh. And I went, well, Kip, you know, I sent you a questionnaire. You filled it out, what the logo was to do and be about, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you approved it, and I got this guy to drop his many thousands per logo charge to mm. just a, I'm going to take my wife for dinner charge, you know. Mm. Just now, you've known this me. guy that does logos for how many years? Oh, 30. Yeah, and you work in advertising, yeah, so, I mean, this yeah. is something that goes hand in hand. Right. Yeah, and, and it's certainly not somebody I would screw, screw over because right. I wouldn't screw over anybody anyway. And so, um, basically, at that point, I said, I realized, you know, I, I'm not stupid. You, you just don't want to pay him. For whatever reason, either you don't have the money, you're just cheap, you just decided one day you don't want to do it. Yeah. And so uh, basically I said, well, here, here's what's going to happen, Kip. I, I'm not going to screw over a guy I've known 30 years, and I'm not going to screw over anybody that I've asked to do something for a certain amount of money. They've done it. They've done it to your satisfaction. You liked it. Right. And now you don't think you're going to use it, so you don't want to pay him. I'm going to pay him. That's what's going to happen. He wrote me a couple of emails, and I made it real clear in these emails. Look. Quit talking to me about this. You're either going to pay him or I am. That's Kip laughing. And so I paid him. Mm -hmm. And then Kip called me up and just said, you know, it's a bad idea to pay him. And I just got kind of pissed. He said, hey, I told you what I was going to do. And I'm sick and effing tired of hearing you tell me different. 
Right. It's done. You didn't pay him. End of story. So you paid the guy that did the logo yeah. for Kip, Uncle Kippy running for president. Yeah, I'm sure. Kippy. Mm. Of course. I mean, Skippy Kippy. That's, that's not cool. I so mean, did you blow up this logo and look at it every day? No. It <laughs> remained in its cocoon, uh, <laughs> safe from the political process. Yes. I think we should get him back on track for this. I mean, you got the logo. Maybe. But he had no he had no donations. Oh, that well, was you the kept problem. getting upset that people wouldn't give him money. I get these calls. And, <laughs> Mark Thompson is a wino. He promised <laughs> to give me some money, and he hasn't. When did he promise you? Yesterday at noon. Maybe give the guy forty dollars. Jesus. Oh, you know, God. And, and, and really mad that people weren't just <laughs> pulling money out of their pockets going, Kip Adonis running for president. Jesus Christ. And I started asking him, you know, if this was PBS, mm -hmm. another organization that has to beg for money to stay afloat rather mm -hmm. than earning it like a real broadcaster, um, you know, those people say, you know, if you give us $25, we're going to give you the Boston Pops with special guests. Shelly Hack or whoever the yeah. hell is they got up there. Right. And I'm like, you have how many albums? You have how many novelty things? You know, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't really get a deal on those. I have to buy them from a retailer. So it's like, oh, so you basically we would ask people to donate to pay a marked up retail price for the products. <laughs> <laughs> like a hell of a marketing idea. Why don't I get the goddamn guys over at J. Walter Thompson? <laughs> Run up the flagpole and see if anybody. Obviously, Kip is not listening right now. <laughs> He'd be calling in. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know. Matt said, obviously, Kip is not listening right now. Yeah, you never he would be calling in. See, he, he knows Tom Gully's on our show today. Uh, this, is, this, is the, the, this is the Tom Gully hour this is the on broadcasting. It's, it's the time when they, uh, they put out the really good oatmeal at the home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. For that. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Kip's a nice guy. And you still talk to Kip. <laughs> no. no. Oh, you don't? No. So this ended your friendship? No, I no. don't think so. I just have no reason to call him. Yeah. Uh, but I wish Kip well. I hope he wins the lottery every day. But yeah. I just, you know, come on. Uh, for, forget the countless hours I spend. Jesus. You know, you've spent a lot of time talking to Kip, though, over the... Yeah, uh, I don't know. And, uh, you know, I've 40 got, hours? I've got 40 or 50 hours of yeah. Kip Adada on audio. And i got to tell you, mm -hmm. some of it's freaking gold. Right. I mean, he tells a story about Andy Williams that I literally pulled a muscle in my rib laughing yeah. and fell out of my chair. I'm not, ta I'm not joking. I'm he not is very funny. And he, one night sat and went through all of his uh, novelty, every single novelty song. Here's how I made it. Here's where it was recorded. This is the thought behind it. Da -da -da. These are the things that happen after all that stuff. You know, He's an interesting guy. He's done a lot of interesting things. I just, I think sometimes he... he Cops an attitude and won't back off of it. <laughs> oh, well, that's from interesting. I, from what I've heard, he's a little like a pit bull. You know, he's out around you. He's friendly. Everything's great. And then mm -hmm. that one day, now you're going to have to lose your left hand. You know, I mean, it's that, it's that yeah. snap. Oh, God, what the hell's going on here? So, Well, he's Italian. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a, you know, a blanket excuse to do anything, I guess. So when was the last time he spoke with Kip? Oh, it was probably back in uh, May, I would say. Mm -hmm. Sometime in May. Yeah. Does he still like your things on Facebook? No. I mean, well, maybe, maybe, maybe he does. Maybe he does. I don't really. When I get likes, I don't look who likes me like that. So maybe. I doubt it. I doubt it. But, uh, he'll, he will interpret everything I said as coming on here and trashing him beyond belief. And I'm sure I'll be on Well, he told list. you not to come on here. Oh, he told have me anything under to do with no circumstances. Wait a minute. Hang on a second. Mm -hmm. Kip Adada told you what, Tom he Gully? Said, do not under any circumstances go there. There's nothing in that. For you know, I'm the only guy that's ever made any bones in this business that's been on that show. Chuck McCann's been on. Kid. Yeah. yeah, kid show. What You're talking about, about Outlaw Radio. Oh, 
Yeah, you know, I could have gone down the list for it. We're talking about... What he, yeah, what he's talking about is Outlaw Radio with, with Magic Matt and right. the Demons of Decadence. And we have had a lot of incredible guests oh on that God, show. Oh, my God, you know. It's, From ZZ Top, Billy Gibbons, to Meatloaf, to... I mean, you name it. Every actor's been know, here. Ryan Stiles, and they continue to come Robert right. Hayes. Ryan Styles, right. And Kip also is a guy that, you know, it's like... Uh, well, my third cousin's thinking of doing stand-up comedy at an open stage in Poughkeepsie. You tell that son of a bitch he has no reason or right to do stand-up comedy. Where is he trained? I've played more places than he's ever... Well, call the guy in Poughkeepsie. I'm sure you can knock him off the list. Yeah. Have you ever uh, been to one of his uh, stage performances? No, and one of the things I told him, and I'll say this to anybody, is he has a tremendous following on Dr. Demento. Mm -hmm. I mean tremendous. Like, you know, they still play Wet Dream. They still play... Right. Slime. And also on the Dennis Miller show, uh, many, many times they'll play I Wet said, Dream. You need to call him. You have 90 other novelty songs. Mm -hmm. They would probably do a little... Play five-year songs throughout the two hours and do a little retrospective. You, you're, you're a guy in that universe, you right. know, and... Uh, I don't have any contacts with Dr. Demento. I said, I'll write him for you. So oh. I wrote him, and they oh. responded to me. And then it was this weird situation where Kip didn't want to contact anybody. So I would contact them, and I'd be, so I'm contact. It's like third grade. Um, Julie likes you a lot. <laughs> yeah. And she really wants Can to talk to you. Can you meet her at the flagpole? And, like, you know, if, if you were to, like, go tell her that you wanted to maybe share applesauce at lunch, <laughs> I don't think she'd say no. Right. And so I, I was in this weird sort of I can position. I can, I can book Kip on Tuesday at four o'clock. <laughs> yeah. Let me check with Kip. Kip, can you do Tuesday at four o'clock? Dinny has a thing, <laughs> and I'm supposed to be here. She has a colonoscopy. And by the way, Dinny, no. what a great Dinny is his lady oh, for many, what many a years. Saint, and she is way, great. They're both great. And an amazing artist. Yes, she is. She's a great uh, oh, painter. Watercolor watercolors. artist. He pulls these paintings. He's shown to me, and I'm like. Who, what famous artist did you steal these from that is now no right. wizards? And she's over in their car. I get those. Yes, she did. Yeah. Now, let, let's go back to Ed, the uh, the reason he told you that you should never do... Oh, it, nobody there is... It's, there's nothing in it for you. It will do nothing for you. He double told me not to stay at Lynette's house. Oh, you can't stay at double Lynette's house. Why? Don't do that. Well, you know, uh, I'll tell you after the break. <laughs> okay. More with Tom Gully. I'm Lori Downey Jr. I always take all the crap. <laughs> Lynette Miller, you do get all the crap. Don't move your headsets and we'll be back, right back after this. cell phone, and we know you do, or ride a plastic pony in front of Albertsons, you are no longer tied to your computer. You are now safe to roam while Barstow's burning and take Outlaw Radio with you everywhere you go. Grab an Outlaw Radio app from RadioLoyalty.com, the smoking, drinking, interrupting 24-hour party that you follow now follows you. Your cell phone or Apple device is now the easiest way to stay connected with your friends on Outlaw Radio. You know the demons of decadence. Change the way you
you listen to radio seven days a week. Now available free at RadioLoyalty.com. Just punch in Outlaw Radio. See that, Mark? You stay on script. From the hollowed hills of Encino, California, home of two crimes with legendary Burl Bear and Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt Allen, comes a pragmatic production, Lori and Lynette, Broads Casting. Welcome back to Broadcasting. Oh, God, Lynette. Oh. Let me get through this. Wait, no, no, no. What are you in crowd? Oh, God. Oh. Every single week. She smiles. Wait till we get those cameras on you, Lynette. She's got her eyes closed. She's got her big white teeth shining in the sunset. Oh, my God. She loves to do this every single week, Tom. This is what I see every single week. Yes, please film it. We're talking to Tom Gully today. I'm Lori Denning Jr. with Lynette Miller, and she is smiling and rocking and rolling in her seat and snapping, <laughs> dancing. You got that, Tom? <laughs> Lynette? <laughs> That's Sorry. Good video. You I love that Tom yeah. Gully joining us from the Tom Gully Show. Thank you, Matt, for playing that. Yeah. And Matt Allen is producing the broadcasting show on OutlawRadioUSA.com. Matt's hair looks good today. I like it. Yeah. Matt's hair always looks good. Well, I mean, he had a haircut. He had a haircut. It makes him look really young. I oh. Not, not, I don't mean that in a mean way. I just mean very Well, he always wears a baseball youthful. cap. Yeah. He's got great hair. He's very I don't sexy. I he wears a baseball cap. Only guys that usually are bald wear Yeah. I know. You know what I mean? Or they have a mullet. He has great hair. He does. He's very sexy without his cap right, on. What, what's the what, what's the hide up hideout? He's a shy guy, Matt Allen. He understands the value of marketing. You know? He's yes. like a NASCAR guy. He'd yep. probably take the hat off in between breaks and stuff. Yep. All that. Well, so I, Tom Gully, you've had a lot of later. you've had a lot of great people on your show over the years. The Tom Gully Show. How do we find your show, Tom? It's on the internet, thetomgullyshow.com. Gully's got an E. My parents paid for the extra vowel. That's the best way. Everything's there. The store, the YouTube videos, the webcast, the internet hatred. I get tons of internet hatred. Don't you love that? Well, my job, I mean, you know, this show basically, I mean, I, I go out into the world and bring things back to people that they probably can't hear other places. And that makes it hard to have like a, an, I mean, I could do a, a show and have porn stars on every week or a comic book people or something. And, and have that audience, right? Mm -hmm. But I do so many eclectic things that I get, I try to get about 10% of my audience for every show to stay for the next one and build it that way. And I, I'm getting these crazy eclectic people. And it's really, it's really, really fun. Um, but a lot of people, maybe Mr. Haddad is one of them. Hey, 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 we didn't go back to that. Oh, I'm getting to yeah, it. Yeah, he's Don't getting to it. Don't worry, baby. I am a freight train for that. And before I get to it, I'm going to a little sidetrack. I actually slept with Lynette last night, and she made no sounds like Wait a minute. No, she fell asleep on the couch. You oh, slept it's a Marty. She fell asleep hey, on the couch. It's a Marty. What's story. going on here, Lynette? I felt, no. You know how I am when I put yes. my head on a couch. I'm out. We, right. were, watching, we were watching Night and Day. Or Day and Tom Night. Tom Cruise. And... We had been out all day. We were at my mom's and my stepmom's. And Tom Gully's going we all over with dinner, you, yep. da, 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 And then we came back to watch Revenge. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, that's what we did. We watched Revenge. And you yep. fell asleep. And I fell asleep at the first commercial break. Uh -huh. So he said he kept talking. Yeah, I but probably an hour and a half. I'm like, oh, I don't believe he did that. He's an evil son of a bitch. He should die in the next scene. And she's over there, and her eyes are like kind of open, kind of shut. And I'm yeah. like, God, she's either 
like, yeah, right, whatever. I'm not even going to respond to that. And at a certain point, I figured out she was asleep. And I just went, oh, do I wake her up and tell her that she's asleep? Nah. And I see Tom, because I have a huge L-shaped couch. Hello. So he was on the L. Right. And he was on the L. I was in the, the corner over here. You know me, I roll up in a ball like a fetus. Mm, yeah, you do. I sleep. I've watched you sleep before. <laughs> yeah, you've seen like me. <laughs> <laughs> and so you guys fell, you slept together. No, I got yeah. up at like two in the morning and yeah, then I went and got ice gone. cream bar <laughs> and then, and you then went, I went to bed. You went to bed. Yeah. So, what, so, so homework thing. Mm -hmm. My show at this point is like I go and do some shows and they're like normal shows but a lot of the shows I do are um, investigating people on the internet or people that are cyber assholes. Mm -hmm. I find out every particular piece of personal information they have, aggregate all their bad behavior, and then start pointing it out to their employers and everyone they know. Yes, like we have planned I'm for I'm relatively Pam. evil about it. I sometimes will call them and record the conversation and then play it back on my show, et cetera, et cetera. Is that legal? Et cetera, et cetera. Well, yes, it is, but provided you know the individual state law. In other words, if I'm calling from inside a state that is two-party consent and uh, states like Pennsylvania and I believe Florida are among them, they're not many, then you can be in trouble. Right. If most party uh, are, are one-party consent, meaning only one party on the phone has to consent to it being recorded. Yeah. Uh, if you cross state lines, which I always, nearly always do, and certainly in Texas, it's one-party consent, state line is automatically federal standard of one-party consent. So, yes, and when you call a company and it says this call may be recorded, you are allowed to record it. If you call and someone has... A, an answering machine, and it even begins to answer for one second. You are allowed to record the phone call. Oh. So I know all these rules. I've been doing this for 30 years. And that's wow. the funny part, too, is guys go, oh, you're not allowed to do that. Well, I'm going to sue you. Good. Sue me. Get all your bullshit on the record in a court of law. I'll win the case, and then I'll even double be able to spread your crap because it's on public record. Super. Everybody will be able to see it. Huh. So, you know, that that's uh, right now I'm involved uh, the, uh, I don't know if you guys Kirby. have been following this, but... Marvel and Disney were sued by the heirs of an extremely famous comic book artist named Jack Kirby. And to put it in perspective, Stan Lee, who you probably do know his name, Stan Lee was the writer, Jack Kirby was the art director. So when you look at Thor, The Thing, The Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, The Iron Man, all those guys, that was Jack Kirby's vision for their visual style, graphics, everything, okay? He redefined the world of comic books. His heirs, because he did all of his work for hire and all these billions are going to these movies, sued Marvel and Disney for that copyright. And it was going to the Supreme Court again. The, the Supreme Court said, yeah, we're going to review this, but you have to refile. They refiled and it was to be decided two days from now, just yesterday, Marvel and Disney sued undisclosed amount, undisclosed terms with the heirs of that family. Well, that family has been known for, you know, Jack's been dead 20 years, right. 1994. And they're just vultures, just going after, you own a piece of my father's work that you bought at an auction? Oh, that's ours. Well, another very famous comic book artist donated, just gave the Kirby Museum 10 boxes of treasure. Let me put this in perspective for okay. you. Two boxes of this stuff were what are called pencil Xeroxes, which is a Xerox of the original artwork that is used they put a tracing paper over it, and then they make the ink, those, those, those hard lines that everybody loves in the comics. You would never use the original pencil because if you screwed up, ink got on it or something. Now your, your master is damaged right. and you have to start over. These pencil Xeroxes, you think it's a Xerox. It can't be worth anything. They sell for $75 to $150 a piece. He gave them to scan and return 3000 
do the math. Right. If they're all worth $100, that's $300,000 worth of original. Jack Kirby's hand touched it. You may get a copy, but it wasn't the work product, okay? The Kirby Museum has said, thank you for the eight boxes of treasure, and we're going to keep the other two. Right. And won't return them. Now, how are you tied into this? Well, then I interview the guy that's getting screwed, and then I start investigating this museum. And I make them, I want to see all your tax returns. You're a 5013C, I get all three years of your tax returns, and I want them in 30 days. I also have some questions from your museum. I've, I've reviewed the American Museum Curators Association standards. Do you know how many items you've had? Do you know if they're individually sleeved and preserved? What humidity are they kept at right. for their preservation? Who at your museum is in charge of this, and what experience do they have in the past? can't answer any of those questions. They're not a museum. They're a bunch of guys that were comic book collectors that are just kind of hoarding stuff, hoarding stuff, and they've got it all in a storage unit somewhere. How do you find these clients? Um, well, I just search the Internet for stories that interest me. This particular guy I happen to have known... Sort of. I mean, he's never been to my home. I've never been to his home, but we've been friends for about 20 or 30 years right. in passing and stuff. Just, you know, you guys know what it is, a friendly associate in the business right. that you just like and all that Help stuff. Right. And when I saw he was getting screwed so bad, I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to look into this story because I don't just take a side, you know. Right. You're I look into mediator, it. kind if of. If he was out of line, I'd have called him back and said, you know what, Greg, I looked into this and, you know, there's a few things here that I can't, mm -hmm. I can't defend you right. because I'm not I'm not right. comfortable with it. Now Tom Gully, we were talking before break that you had uh, a story yeah, with yes, uh, yes, Kip Adada. And, and he will Kip will I guarantee you interpret every word I've said is I'm going to cut all the black stuff out of his mother or something. I mean oh. it, that's it, that's what And he does. not stay at my house. And, Let's hear about that. Well <laughs> you don't want to stay at I'm like the, I'm like the outlaw lady. slut that's never oh, had no. sex. No, no, yeah. no, it wasn't that. Watch your mouth. Sorry, sorry, Lynette. sorry, sorry. The I thought you guys could cuss on this. We can do whatever we want. But I I Lynette's such a lady i'd like to she's yeah. a lady she's a lady i saw her the other day she was eating a burrito with a little pinky <laughs> yes like i know he's like you're gay i'm like what do you mean goes, you're gay yeah because i was eating my burrito yeah you did no, I, I never said, said you were gay, you. and then God, you said, no, says, you're I'm gay, because like Lynette and Tom are having their first squabble. <laughs> no, 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 no. She called me an ass. For oh. <laughs> so what happened with Kip Adada? Well, no, Kip, Kip has this video, mm -hmm. and, and Kip, Kip's a guy that likes to do that Italian, you know, yeah, well, there's people that you better watch out, because I know this and that, and he's got this video of, like, a guy wearing a ring that's got some sort of uh, evil toxin in it, and he just... Walks by a guy down the street. You can see it. It's on YouTube. And then claps him on the back like he's saying hello. And then keeps walking. And, of course, the guy just falls to the ground dead. Oh. And, of course, that's, oh, my God, I'm so scared. You made a YouTube video. What am I going to do? Let's forget the one where he's out beckoning Howard Lapidus. Uh, Howard Lapidus uh, is a manager to uh, Drew, Dr. Drew. And he's uh, one of the demons of decadence on Outlaw Radio, which comes up at 3 p.m. So what did he do with Howard Lapidus? You haven't seen this video? Oh, God, he's out in front of some park or somewhere, and he's challenged him to a duel. And I imagine they're supposed to have cutlasses or, you know, <laughs> uh, muskets or something. Right. I don't know. And where is Howard Lapidus? And I'm the whole, every time he said it, I'm like, in bed, yeah. at home, like a sane person. Mm -hmm. That's where he's at. It's dawn, Friday the 13th, May of 2011. As you may know... Yesterday, I challenged one Howard Lapidus to meet me on the field of honor here at Will Rogers Memorial Park in Beverly Hills. Howard Lapidus 
is the manager of Dr. Drew and producer of Celebrity Rehab. A scoundrel, a dog, a coward, a man that does not breathe the sweet air of our wonderful earth, but the fumes that rise above the hell where he lives. I have invited Howard Lapidus to join me on the field of honor to settle our disputes once and for all, gentleman to gentleman, using the term loosely when referring to Howard Lapidus. But I'm here, Will Rogers Memorial Park is here, Dawn is arriving here in Beverly Hills, but no sign of that coward, Howard Lapidus. Where is Howard Lapidus? Where is Howard Lapidus? Where are you, Howard Lapidus, with all your braggadocio? Where are you, Howard Lapidus, with your insolence? Where are you, Howard Lapidus? Tipadata is here at Will Rogers Memorial Park, but where is that dog, Howard Lapidus? I mean, I said, she's a nice lady. What the hell's wrong with you? You know, what do you got against her? She's a sweetheart. She never, she's just never seen her ever have a mean-spirited thought or word to anybody. Well, that's unfortunate. And, I hate to hear that. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I, that's I, I not nice. Too, especially with Lynette. Of course. You Lynette know, is the nicest person on earth. I mean... It wouldn't have hurt a fly. No. She's, she's also the kind of person that's not like likely to lash out or anything when you do... You know, crappy things to her, you know. Uh, no, seriously. She's, Not usually. She's someone, no. Oh, no, you have your limit. I have my moments, have yes, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It I takes a lot for Lynette to get mad. A couple of Bloody Marys in me, and then I might start saying something. Yeah. Well, the filters have uh, yeah, yeah. been limits. lifted. Um, I used to have a pinky here. I used to have a pinky right here um, until I tried to take that last picture. Uh, oh, had the hair hadn't quite been done, and it was just, she just ripped it right off. So she does have a limit, but... Mm -hmm. uh, uh, no, getting to know Kip was a very interesting experience. It was really great. It was like, uh, wow, this kindred spirit, and we're really, I mean, we are jiving for like, you know, two, three months, every night. I'm getting calls at three in the morning, text, you name it. And I love that kind of stuff. You know, right. I don't sleep. I'm always working on my show mm -hmm. and this and that. And, uh, you know, just all of a sudden one day, I think your mommy didn't take care of you enough. What, what the wow. hell? He's like, well, if you're not coming to Los Angeles, I think, man, I'm like, Kip. Um, I'm having a socket graft. Oh, this is the first time you were yeah, coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm so does he know you're here now? Doubtful, unless you guys have told him. I no, uh. but he's. I'm sure he's seen on the internet. Maybe, yeah, maybe there. I don't it's know. all over I, broadcasting. Lori's page, my page, Tom's page. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Is it on June DeYoung's page? No, we oh. forgot to tag her. Oh, we should talk about her some more, man. Yeah. It's like, Jesus. Okay, so Jesus. June DeYoung is a psychic to the stars, people. and she sees dead people. That's yeah. what she does. And that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, and so what, what was it? So she could review right. her career. But what was it that um, stood out for you, Tom? Uh, the thing that stood out to me, man, is <laughs> so many things. Uh, yeah. The whole, she's Have you ever heard her before? Because no. she was on broadcasting our very first yeah. show. Oh, no, no, I, did, I did hear her on your show. Right. And I just went, Fruit Loop. What's wrong with this lady? Because she didn't even just respond. It's like one of these people on the internet says, I got to be right. 
Well, we no, were no, exhausted no, I, that day. I agree uh, we with no, drained. no, but on your Facebook page, I agree with you, but I got to be right. And then she brought in, it's like, no, 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 no. I, I work with international people all the time, and so I know what security is and how many planes have you got and all this other crap. And she oh, writes like what a, the hell? she writes an essay that's <laughs> yeah. basically telling you guys you don't know what you're talking about. No, and that's why I explained we're security professionals. We go through three months of extensive training through our university, and we're put out in the field. And trust me, you haven't. Well, Lord, everything is a certification. How many everything. certificates do we have to get yeah. to be able to be we have where to keep, we are? We have to keep learning and growing and, and we're, being certified. We're, we're certified by the state, federal bureau. I mean, yeah. like, really? And you're going to tell yeah, us? But, well, things you know, it's, no, it's she can't tell you anything. To do, it's, it, you know, I wanted to, but I didn't want to be an ass because I knew I was coming on the show. I'm lying. I don't care if I <laughs> um, I wanted to send her a little private message. It's like, we can solve this real quick, June. Yeah. We'll just talk to fucking Jay. Edgar Hoover, mm -hmm. and he'll tell you all about us. Yeah. Right. He knows. He's dead. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, when somebody, <laughs> somebody starts off their thing as, uh, you know, you should believe me because I talk to dead people, what are you supposed to say to the rest of their argument? Mm -hmm. you know, Lori's like, comment was so perfect. I don't remember what it was. I do. Well, you just basically made that point. For those of you who don't know, no, June, June DeYoung, it talks to, talks dead, to people. dead people. So there's that. You know, it's like, uh, that can affect his credibility. But then yeah. she said that, she predicted something for Matt. Oh, there's my bike. She said well, she that's the thing. predicted Is something the end? for Matt, and you, she was like, you know, Matt, like I told you something that... Well, I love Whatever. It didn't you. happen. It was at the end of the big oh. deal, though. She goes, and of course, I've always enjoyed working with Blah Blah Radio and Magic Mountain. Right. Like, Your mom is no, a and, and you know, she's, what she said stinks, was, but I've done a lot for Outlaw Radio yeah. and Lori and well, Lord she was paid. First of all, she came to me as a psychic yeah. to the stars, mm -hmm. and my husband Morton Denny Jr. had mm -hmm. just passed away, and so I hired her because I was just hurting so much, yeah, and yeah. I was, if he's here, vulnerable. I, yeah. I was so vulnerable. And so whatever she charged me, I paid it because I didn't mm -hmm. even negotiate. I was like, you, you're, you're talking to him? And so, uh, so she was paid for that. And then I ended up taking her. She had a show that she wanted pitched. And I ended up taking the show out. And, you know, we did that for a while. And then when I started producing Outlaw Radio, I brought her on as a guest. I mean, we're promoting you, you know. So we've actually done a lot for, for you. you. You've been paid. You've been promoted. Yeah. Um, I just can't promote anybody anymore that... Um, doesn't know what they're talking about uh, and coming to my Facebook page uh, and telling it like it's a fact. Now, when she told me that she speaks to celebrity bodyguards, what the heck is that? Yeah, what's a bodyguard? <laughs> I mean, we've had them on. Security. I've had celebrity guards. You know, it's bodyguards. I mean, we've had one here that was just for Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was awful. Yeah. You know, and they don't, you know, they'll take something from the news and they'll say, I was there during that event. Yeah. Or they'll take something off a of TMZ and that, that's my client. When in fact, they weren't hired. Yeah. They happen to be sitting around. Lori, what are the plans here? Uh, Tom's invited to Outlaw Radio. Tom, you're invited oh, to Outlaw you. Radio? I'd love to. I okay, love terrific. We love you, Tom Gully. I can't believe Yeehaw. this power has... I just, know, just fly It just by. went by. Thank you guys just for joining us. Lori and I by ourselves. Thank you for joining us on Broadcasting. You're listening to Lori Denny Jr., Lynette Miller, and the Tom Gully of the Tom Gully Show. And the Tom Gully will be joining us on Outlaw Radio, which is 3 p.m. PST. That's 6 p.m. back east on the Outlaw Radio USA Network with host Magic Matt Magic and the Demons of Decadence. We'll see you next time.
again as we bring you the vast and vivid palette of the American lifestyle. We're here with the stars of broadcasting, Lynette Miller and Lori Downey Jr. And uh, we just completed our interview, and now there's some post-show celebrations going on. A little, yeah. little. Uh, we you know, relax. A beer because a beer. we can. Yes, that's right. A beer. A beer. A beer. Look at this split of beer. Yeah. I have gotten to see and hear Lynette do like every <laughs> song on KLOS for the last oh, three days. Did you do that? She did sings. Do she dances. Yeah. She does a I floor do show. I just do Did my thing. The, the, the one song they know. Oh, ballroom blitz. Uh, ballroom blitz. <laughs> ballroom blitz. <laughs> you guys will be able to hear the part I just edited out on the pay version of the Tom Gully show. And that will also be a, a sound effect in the next Duran Duran music video. At any rate, how did it go? How do you think it went? We just completed the, the, the broadcasting. I've been here in person now. Did, it was good, but it was too short. Yeah, time just flies by. I really by. wanted you to elaborate on the Kip thing, not staying with me, because why would someone not want to stay? I mean, I don't you mean know what? In a mean I think, way. Yeah, but Lynette, I think that he does that because he gets a rise out of you, and then you talk about him, so he gets his name out there all the time. I Maybe, think that's yeah. what's happening. I think he said it because he has a man crush like, on me and wanted me to stay with him. Doing your stay at my house. I mean, Loved I it. I've been sick and I was in the hospital and I came home and I didn't see you the first night, but you were such a great host all the time. I can't say anything better about it. It's uh, the exact kind of Maybe way I would home. stay with a person because it was completely unassuming. Yeah. You weren't one of those people that went, well, here's my house. Bye. And you weren't one of those people that went, okay, and this is the carpet that we use sometimes <laughs> when it's nighttime and we don't want to make noise. And then if you want to chew your food on the left-hand side of your mouth, then we have this kind of food. I mean, some people get really into the I detail. I told you, there's the kitchen, there's the fridge, help yourself. Yeah. But that's Shower. what you always do. Yeah, I'm like that yeah. with everybody. But that's why I don't understand. Like, well, I don't know what Kip thinks is so bad. Like, that's why I'd say I'm like the, the outlaw slut or something. No, but you're I, not. I've, never, I've never had sex. I don't ever have sex with anybody. Like, what? I'm, how did they become about sex? Well, I don't know, because the first thing she said when I said, how did this go, was... It was good, but it was too short. And I'm thinking, when am I going to quit hearing this from women? Um, psh, yeah, rim shot. No, but seriously, totally wonderful uh, time. I, I've had a splendid time here. In, in Ryan loves you. LA. Ryan and I laughed at you. Ryan's your son. So Ryan's my son. And we sat outside one night, and Tom was doing his gay impression. Oh, oh don't say that. God. Frank Hagen's coming. Well, I know, but he's a gay Frank guy. Yeah, he's our residential homo you, when on When you Ella. meet Frank, you have to... Promise me you're gonna do your gay impression. I I I, I, I doubt I I, no, I, I doubt I will. <laughs> I I don't think how that will happen. But that was neat as Magic we explained Matt, on the our producer Magic Matt Allen, who hosts Outlaw Radio at 3 p.m., was obviously impressed enough to ask you to stay over into the Outlaw show. I kind of feel like um, Carson. You know, if you, if you did There's good with the stand-up, right Johnny would ask you to come and sit Johnny down. Yeah, I've heard about right that. Can there. I touch this? I am in the in the. I, I I don't care. Is this it? Right? Oh, it's yeah. crated. It's crated. I don't care. I touch the crate. Oh boy. Um, what I'm touching right now. Years of the Johnny Carson show, and Matt owns it. And this uh, is the couch from the actual Tonight Show for the last 10 years of its run, which would have been 83 to 93. I have an autographed picture of Johnny and one of his double eraser ended pencils that I got uh, oh. when I was at NBC. I had uh, won the Letterman uh, scholarship, and I kind of used that as my way in and said, 
I'm such a big fan. Can I please, you know, can, is there any? And he uh, didn't come out, but he did send a nice note and the picture. So I am a, as anyone our age is, a tremendous Johnny Carson fan. And well, you know, Matt had this on eBay like a couple years back, and he didn't know how to do it on eBay. So he put it at the wrong, you could have that. Uh, Lynette just asked me for a beer. You can have whatever you want, Lynette. Um, and so Matt put it on eBay, and it garnered the attention of Howard Stern, who loves Matt, Magic Matt. And uh, he, he did an hour of Howard Stern's show just about the Johnny Carson couch, which is still here crated and uh, stamped in the crate by the Tonight Show, the Johnny Carson couch. So that's Good Lord. That's just, uh, yep. yeah, that's, so, that's a piece of broadcast history right here uh, at Outlaw Radio. So I got a bunch of other stuff where I'm, I'm here. Sure. So I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about all the Kip stuff, Lynette. That's just... That's just Kip being Kip. You know what I'm saying? You know what's funny is he invited me to his show to come and pay with my son at the Pasadena Ice House, which we went to, which was after all this crap that started happening. So I don't know. You know what? Whatever. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, Yeah. So it went well. I I got the... uh, I got the call up, so we'll just wait a little while here. And uh, as we continue our coverage of the big day out at Outlaw Radio USA with the gals from Broadcasting. Lori. Oh, my God. It was like a. It was like that Star Trek episode where that girl sings the Star Trek song. She's got the big hair and the funky lights in the back. You ever see the one episode of Star Trek. No, but you were doing all the hand oh, movements. That was the part. I got I got a piece of it. Yeah, I did. I definitely want that. I definitely want that. We have to put that on the broadcasting wall, Lynette. Well, I'll make a YouTube I video. I her every time. She does this every week. I can never get back on the show. She's like, that's who we are. And you've been wondering, like, the, you asked me one time online, what's the name of that song or who does it? Is this the song, the same song you were talking about? You're trying to figure out the artist and everything. Eric Church. It, oh. Yeah, Eric Church, and that was the song, and that's the one I love. That's who we are. That's how we roll. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, and, and I mentioned it on the program with these ladies. Um, you know, they just, the stories just, like, drop out of nowhere. It's like you're walking down the street. You see some girl wearing a certain pair of shoes. Lynette goes, oh, yeah, I wore a pair of shoes like that when I met Eddie Murphy. (laughs) And she keeps walking, and I'm like, I got second in sheep breeding at the 1974 Indiana State Fair. Your turn. The following is a public service announcement from The Tom Gully Show. Due to recent events, we are compelled to pass along this warning for listeners of The Tom Gully Show. Tragically, over the past few weeks, a pattern of alarming occurrences has befallen listeners who have failed to support the program via social media. For example, a Margaret D. from Indianapolis was struck down with chronic incurable sudden flatulence after ignoring an opportunity to like the Tom Gully Show Facebook page. Similarly, a Chuck L. of Richardson, Texas, was horrified to find that a sphincter opening had replaced his mouth after plagiarizing a Twitter posting from the show. A Marjorie H. of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, passed on a chance to join the TomGullyShow.com via Google+, and her dog, Mimsy, subsequently exploded. 
and both Zachary J. and Ted R. of Doylestown, Pennsylvania sent nasty emails to Tom at thetomgullyshow.com and subsequently saw their genitalia blacken, shrivel, and fall off in the shower. Don't let this happen to you. Like The Tom Gully Show on Facebook, follow the show on Twitter at Atomic Palooka, and join and subscribe with links at thetomgullyshow.com. Email the program via tom at thetomgullyshow.com, and when you do, good things will happen. Thank you. The preceding has been a public service announcement from The Tom Gully Show. like to thank the ladies of broadcasting, Lori Downey Jr. and Lynette Miller, as well as Matt Allen and all the people at OutlawRadioUSA.com for letting me have such a, an awesome time in their playpen. It was a blast, especially getting to talk to, to Zach. That was fun. Remember, uh, we're doing this trip in kind of little, you know, chunks uh reasonably sized podcast so look out for the next one in in next day or two folks we'd really appreciate it if you'd share this on your various facebook pages trying to spread the word means trying to spread our little show here we'd appreciate it if you'd like the tom gully show not me because that's foolish uh but the show on facebook too if the mood strikes you and of course there's always the tom show.com that's where you can find everything about the show there's the Tom Gully Show store. Incidentally, Lynette Miller modeling some of the show's uh, merchandise, actually, that we don't sell anymore, but the new stuff's even better. And we always encourage you to subscribe on iTunes for free, because if it's free, it's for me. By the way, I should also mention, we have a thing where you can subscribe by email. So that every time we do a new thing, you just get an email that you it's actually the podcast is in the email. So you don't ever have to visit the site. It just bam comes to you. You should check that out if you're not super computer savvy. Uh, it's right up in the right hand corner there of our website. You got to you got to go to the actual website, even those of you that have the app. Um, you know, go to the actual physical website because there's a lot more there that it's um, in the app. Where was I? Follow us on Twitter at Atomic Palooka 2 so I can increase my clout and cred ratings because if I get enough points, we're all going to go to the aces with Reg Dunlop. That'll do it for tonight. I am out of here. I got to go talk to some people. I'll talk to you much later. Each night, Jay Johnson brings us in with the truth wagon, and you can go to jjohnsonmusic.com to keep track of him. Also, uh, Facebook up with Jay because he plays all over all the time. It's impossible to keep track of where he's at, but you need to go hear Jay Johnson live if you're in the DFW area. 
And each night, we take you out with the Catch-22 Blues by my favorite blues band, the Hitman Blues Band. Go to hitmanbluesband.com or hitmanbluesband.net. If you go to hitmanbluesband.net, they will give you the option of getting on their mailing list. And you need to do that because when you do, you get nine free songs from the Hitman and the boys. So uh, take advantage of that. And we will see you next time. Well, the bug can't lift a twig For a dog that's nothing big But he don't want to And the dog can't grab a cat Or a coon can do all that But he don't want to And I dream of you at night While you hold your baby tight But he don't want to can see it in his eyes from the way he tells you lies he don't want you <laughs> <laughs>